calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Frapow. We're your hosts, Odd and Rags. Can I? Yes. I, I just, this is really off yes. topic, but I, I've been, I've been having dreams lately where we're not friends anymore. Uh, that's because we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I am so sad. <laughs> and I don't want to text you about it because I don't want to be weird. Maybe you should go see a therapist about this. I already see my therapist. Did Every you tell, week, <laughs> did you tell them about this? Uh, I haven't told her about it, but it's I, I have I have a very serious fear of abandonment. Well, I, I just I like think. how all of a sudden this comes up when you're on mic, but not in the hour that we were in the car. car yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about it. <laughs> we don't have to include this, but I just needed to tell you. Odd. It's like when you feel like you need to tell someone you love them. <laughs> I felt like I needed to tell you. Odd. Yeah. We're not friends anymore. (laughs) (laughs) On on air breakup. Great. (laughs) No one can believe in love anymore. No. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Um, so I, so like over the past couple of weeks, there's been a lot of discussion Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Um, specifically within the derby community, but um, I think this is applicable to all like athletic communities. Looking at you, USAPL. No one knows what that stands for. USA Powerlifting. Fuck off. There you go. <laughs> um, and there was a article, an article going around um the roller derby community that was claiming that roller derby was originally in a women's sport, which is true. Um, but now it is no longer a women's sport, which is also true. But they were saying it in a way that was very derogatory. Like vehemently. Vehem- anti-trans, anti-non-binary. Right. And like it was a bad thing. And I think that if you're going to come after any fucking community, roller derby should not be the one that you're doing that with. Because I think that roller derby, especially with our rule set, is 
a very is tends to be a more progressive like mm-hmm. governing body in terms of athletics. Yeah. And I I mean I get upset about a lot of things but not really necessarily reading someone else's opinion I guess in terms of something that impacts me so directly. I just I get so angry. I don't even want to talk about the article itself because I don't want that person to get more time than they deserve, which is nothing um, because they're wrong. And they, this is my one thing about this article (laughs) is that they, this person cited a player who got called out for not wanting to play against um, like non-cis women. And that person was really upset. And I think, you know what? That person deserves to be upset because they're a bigot. Like, too bad for you. Like, maybe you need to go find something else to do with your time. Yeah. And that's really what upset me is that they were highlighting stories from people who are like, this is a horrible move for this community, that Mm -hmm. it's unsafe. Which is bullshit to begin with on a lot of different levels. So many levels that I can't begin to unpack. (laughs) But like... Are you fucking kidding me? Like, get out of here. Like, if someone calls you out, like, yeah, sorry about it. I mean, for that stuff. And I, I don't, yeah, that's my issue. And then this feels more relevant than ever that we have to, a community has to be really aware of how we talk about, like, individuals and how we word our policies mm-hmm. and how we support people and empower them um, or Sometimes we have to recognize when we're not doing that well. Right. And I mean, that's not to say that the WFTDA doesn't have its issues. Because oh, yeah. I mean, we talked we've talked to Kilt Trip about this. Um obviously roller derby does have its issues within, like all communities do. And we are trying as a community to get over these hurdles and better the the environment and the playing world and um how the officials are interacted with and the whole nine yards, but there's a certain amount of awesomeness that the F- the WFTDA also does has, um, and in which it's very accepting of trans athletes and it's very accepting of non-binary athletes, and basically, it's just roller derby should be a place of acceptance across the board, mm-hmm. skin color, creed, beliefs, sex, gender, the whole nine yards. And I mean, we, we're already like this group of misfits, but that's what makes roller derby so awesome. Mm-hmm. And by somebody coming in and writing this article saying that it's no longer, it's no longer safe. It's not no longer safe as saying that it's unfair to, uh, how do I want to say this? Unsafe to play trans athletes, which is bullshit I mean, by and large. Yeah. It, that's my thing is that if you think the thing is, is it's not that it's unsafe, that it's unfair. If it's unfair, then maybe you need to get better. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I mean, like, I I actually get asked this a lot as a weightlifter. I get asked like, oh, aren't you ex- uh, like upset that you might have to compete against trans women? No. 100%. No. Why? A, they're women. B, because they belong and see if I'm not good enough, that means I have to get my ass back into the gym to train smarter and harder. Well, it's and- just like with any 
anything, any changes in any sort of athletic field, there's always going to be changes in strategy and new movements and right. new like and new workout regimens. The thing is, that there are new types of individuals who are competing, and that's fucking amazing. And that's right. going to make me a better athlete. Right. So, I mean, sports science has got so much better. Uh, recently, Allison Phoenix, ten months after giving birth, broke Usain Bolt's record. That's phenomenal. And I bet you that as a cis woman, she has higher testosterone levels. Why? Because she's an athlete. Athletes just have naturally higher testosterone levels. But then there's other athletes who have super high testosterone levels. And I can't remember her name. I'm going to look it up. It's a South African sprinter. And she was banned from competing because her testosterone levels are too high. And it's just like, I probably have higher testosterone levels than most cis men just because I work out. But like it doesn't affect anything. Except like, it's for your just, testosterone levels. Except for my testosterone levels. And it's just because I work out, I'm active. Most most athletes, most most family identifying athletes tend to have higher testosterone levels because they work out. Your body just produces more naturally. I just think that it's a whole lot of bullshit to be like, well, you know, it's unfair when sport in general is unfair. 100% across the board, it is unfair. Not everybody can compete in sport. And not everybody can compete in the same sport. I think it's unfair to put me against, you know, a 15-meter hurdler. But that's 100% the point. Mm -hmm. There's only so many people who can compete at that level. And there's only so many people who can compete at that specific thing. Mm -hmm. And then you have another sport. And that's why there, sport is such a wide, broad world of so many different things from martial arts but to... But this is what is makes, I think, roller derby unique is that it values so many different types of bodies. Right. And skill and talent. Exactly. But I think, I think everybody has this in mind of like they have to level the playing field when like, no, sport is inherently unfair. We're not supposed to be leveling the playing field. We're supposed to be making the playing field more competitive. I just I think it's I think it's really sad to think about that people are looking for are looking for a place to belong and they're being told because they don't fit into a certain box that they're not allowed to go to let not allowed to be a part of a community because that that fucking sucks like it's you are trying to be the best version of yourself and you're trying to be true to yourself right and then someone's saying well that's I mean that's really too bad yeah but yeah it's I just, I remember talking when we talked to Kate Sarasara about this and, you know, she brought up so many good points and she is part of the committee that is working to make the WFTDA much more accepting of trans athletes. And I think that's awesome. But I think inherently it's unfair to ask an athlete to not be an athlete while they go through a transition period. Or just not be themselves. Right. Yeah. And it's like, Transition periods can span from, you know, from months on end to years and years and years. There's no prescribed life. Yeah. It, there's no like one specific moment as a, a cis people, their hormone levels are constantly in flux. And yet we have to expect trans people to have steady, constant levels to make it fair. I just can't believe we're having to have a conversation well, about this. I again. actually can believe that we're having this conversation because. The state of the world today fucking sucks for anybody in the LGBTQIA+. It does. 
I know. And no, I know. I mean, you don't have to convince me. Um, but I just, I, yeah, I'm really angry. And I did the thing that I say that you should never do, which is read, read the, the comments. comments. It was really upsetting to basically be told that my existence um, is not real and that my story isn't real and that I'm not valued. I guarantee you yeah, your existence can be real if you punch them in the face. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's not, this is not meant to be about me, but it's about just how infuriating that is that also this person wasn't a part of our community and decided to for some reason pick us and write about us in a way that is not representative at all yeah and i i most of the skaters if you talk to them are proud to be a part of an organization Mm -hmm. that includes gender expansive skaters which i fucking love that phrase yeah Gender expensive. That's the first time I'm hearing it. And more of that, please. Yeah. And they and that WIFTA has it specifically in their bylaws. Good. It's they amazing. Should. It is. On the flip side to all of this, to all this venting and shit, when that article came out, there were a few people who were putting people on blast in my Facebook newsfeed for supporting this article. And let me tell you, these people putting the bigots on blast was just, it sucks that there's bigots, but there was really something heartwarming about seeing somebody call them out. And then, you know, 244 comments later, that person is still being called out. Mm-hmm. And that, that like, I hate that there's bigots in the world, but I kind of love that there's also people who are willing to take the step to call them out. Yeah, I mean, this also brought up a lot of thoughts for me about how I feel about, like, call-out culture. Mm. And yeah. I am very hesitant to call anyone out on things because I think that... Sometimes it's more damaging than beneficial. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. And I just... I But in this case, like, if you're... It's clear that you're not thinking about this. Like, you're not thinking... When it impacts... When you're talking about people's character... And you're basing it on one thing that you know about them. That's right. when I think you have a right to call someone out and be like, "You need to, you need to think about this." Yeah, that this is one part of this person. It doesn't make them bad or evil. They're asking for representation. Yeah, and equal access to something. It's not like we said something that might be mildly offensive. Yeah, not that that ever happens. But you know, yeah, I just tried to figure out kind of where my boundaries are in terms of that. Here are my boundaries. I'm going to make boundaries for people. If you feel unsafe playing a contact sport because of the bodies on the track, get the fuck off the track because it is a contact sport. And regardless of what's going to happen, you can get hurt. It's contact. I know that there's rules. I know that certain things aren't allowed. But at the end of the day, you're still going to get hit. And if you feel unsafe because some body is going to hit hit you that you don't you don't agree in its existence then shut the fuck up and get a different sport because I can tell you right now we're not leaving we're not finding a different sport if anything more people are joining us and more people are coming in and more people are going to tell you to fuck off and I can tell you right now 
athletes, parentheses, fat athletes. Thank you, Chub Club. Fat athletes, trans athletes, uh, gender expansive athletes across the board. And just like even women, cis women who are playing, they're going to knock your ass to the curb. If you have an issue with that, don't play. Thanks for listening. Um, if you want to contact us, you can send us an email at fraupowpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast. And remember, we have merch on sale on TeePublic. On TeePublic. Um, you can find the link on our Instagram. Um, if you're really curious, we can also email it to you. We have really awesome designs um, that we've worked on um, both rags has put up some of her mazes and we also have some drawings that our wonderful dear friend Finnick did and, and look- Smiley and Smiley um, who made our logo um, they look incredible and you guys should really check them out you can get t-shirts mugs totes whatever you really want you can get the designs put on there so remember don't, don't be, be a bigot, bigot.